Hey everyone, what is going on? Welcome to the Faith Life and Fitness Show, a podcast designed to bring the faith and the fitness communities together. My name is Caleb Cavasis, and I am a husband, father, pastor, and crossfitter. And I'll be sharing personal stories and biblical truths to inspire everyday athletes like you and I to live a God-first life. If you're ready, let's get to it. Hey, welcome to the Faith Life and Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Kalem Cavasas. I am super excited for today's episode. Hey, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about this idea of creating margin in our lives, both personally and spiritually. I think it's a huge thing that we need to be talking about. But before we jump into our episode, I want to say thanks to all the listeners out there. We are now up on Spotify, along with Apple Podcasts and many other streaming platforms. You can head over to our website at faithlifefit.com forward slash listen to check them all out and make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date to all the new latest episodes. Now today, I have an awesome guest joining me, really excited to have him on the show. We've been talking about this topic for almost a month, so I've been trying to get him on this on the show. But my guest is working on his PhD in organizational leadership a former U.S. Marine, a husband, a pastor, a father, a CrossFitter. On the side, he owns a coffee shop called Good Drip Coffee Shop. He is a franchise owner of Clean Eats, is my guest, none other than Zach Witt. What's going on, Zach? Hey, Caleb. How are you today? I am doing good. Man, I almost uh, ran out of time telling everybody what you've got going on, <laughs> man. This is crazy. Man, I, I was just over here still vibing out to the intro. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I should still be breaking it down, dancing a little bit. I know. Sometimes when I listen to it, I break down a little bit, too. <laughs> but uh, hey, man, I you've got a ton going on. And at the timing of that we're recording this today, it is uh, 11-11. It is Veterans Day. So I want to say thank you for your service in the U.S. Marine Corps. Absolutely. And uh, for those that are listening out there, thank you all for your service and all that you do. Uh, we shouldn't take just one day a year to honor mm-hmm. our veterans and those that are serving in our military. So thank you guys for doing that. And thank you, Zach, for yes, sir. all of that. So, hey, man, so what I want to do on today's show is, is to talk to you and to help give our listeners some advice on how to create margin in our lives, both yeah. spiritually and physically. Um, I, I heard it talked about like, you know, on a piece of paper, we have those red lines on either side. Nobody ever really knew what those were for. It's like we couldn't fill up the whole page. <laughs> but right. the thing is, is, is that's the margin on the side of, of the paper. And our lives are kind of like that. We try to live with inside the red lines, but a lot of times what ends up happening is we scribble and we fill out all of the things on the outside of those red lines and we yeah. stress ourselves We start out, drawing right? those arrows, right? <laughs> like f- follow the sentence and follow the arrows right. and start writing yeah. on the side a, of the bunch page. A bunch of dashes to figure <laughs> yeah. out where yeah. we're going because we just have a lot going on. Yeah. Man. I mean, we're humans, we're people, we try to fill everything up. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at your list here, man. You've got like me, we've got a lot of stuff going on, mm. you know? And so, you know, with the holidays coming up, it gets even crazier. I know yeah. 2020 is going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Right. I don't know about you. I, I don't know what Thanksgiving or, or Christmas is going to look like for you, but it, it may not be the big gatherings that mm. we used to have, Yeah. but it's still going to be crazy. Right. right? You got to get out there. Black Friday is not going to be like Black Friday. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. People like to shop. They do, man. The, the lines are just going to be longer because you have to wait six feet apart. 
that's true. They're going to be like wrapped exactly. around a mall. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, there's still going to be lines. They're right. just going to be longer. So like the 12 hours of Black Friday waiting in line <laughs> right. is going to be like 24 yeah. just to get to one yeah. store. So Black I, Tuesday. Yeah, I don't hit <laughs> yeah. Black Friday at all. Yeah. I, I, uh, Amazon's my place, there man. I, I try to stay out of stores. But, uh, you know, people, and, and probably you're, you're the same as I am, but we try to jam-pack our days. Mm. You know, we try to look at our schedule. We try to fit as much as humanly possible in. Um, not really try to please people, but try to be effective. We, we label it under being effective, mm. right? And, you know, we try to be a, an accomplished person to try yeah. to get all the stuff done. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if 2020 has taught us anything, I know for myself, slowing down is yeah. one thing it's told me. Yep. Um, some of us have been forced like some of us, you know, some of the listeners out there may have lost their jobs. They've been forced in, in, or they've been at home uh, under quarantine. They've been forced to slow down, and, and margin has been created mm. for some people. For some of us, we still need to learn it. Yeah, you know. And so, you know, what I want to talk about today is it, is there's a story in the Bible that uh, really kind of relates around margin, mm. and it's that story in Luke chapter ten where Mary and Martha. Are and Jesus has visited them, and Mary's at the feet of Jesus, and Martha's like clamoring around in the kitchen trying to make food and everything else going on, and she gets upset. You know, it's like, hey, why is she not helping me? And <laughs> yeah. Jesus is like, she's she's doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, so if you guys want to read it, you can check it out in Luke chapter ten. But I, I want to talk about this idea of margin, mm. right? And and you and I've got a lot of things going on, some things in common. We've you're a pastor, mm-hmm. right? So. Um, it's called Multiply Church in Lake Norman. That's right. Right. Yep. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, we, uh, my wife and I, with a team of about thirty-six people, uh, planted a church in Davidson, North Carolina, uh, right at three years ago now. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, church plant started off, and, and we were in a movie theater. Recently purchased eight and a half acres um, in between Davidson and Mooresville, so that Lake Norman area. For those listeners who are are in that area, mm-hmm. uh, right down 115, and, and we're in the uh, process of, of a building project right now, uh, raising the funds, paid cash for the land. Wow. So so that's margin in and of itself, trying that's to figure it. out how to work with architects and engineers and, yeah. <laughs> and getting everything uh, uh, aligned. But we'll be in that facility a uh, spring of 2022. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah. So, I can relate to you, man. I've been a, I've been a plant uh, yeah. pastor before. And it's a hustle. We we started our church back in 2010, and uh, I tell people all the time that says, "Hey, I want to start a church." I'm like, you probably need to rethink life decisions. <laughs> like it is, unless you know that Jesus has come down in yeah. the flesh to told you to plant a church. Yeah. It is probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my yeah. entire life. Yeah. It, um, I've seen church planters uh, marriages ruined because mm. they just don't weigh the cost. Margin. And, they don't put margin in there. It's yeah. it's hard work. And yeah. so I commend you for that. I think it's really awesome that in three years you guys are, are starting a building yeah. project. We were still in a school at five. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's awesome. So y- you've got that going on. Yep. You own a coffee shop. Yeah, Good Drip Coffee. Uh, also in, in Davidson, North Carolina. Uh, and, and for us, uh, and when, when I say us, I'm collectively talking about uh, my beautiful wife, Jenna, and, and our family. So for us, um, anything that we do, we want to reach the community. Mm-hmm. We, we want to provide or meet a need uh, that we see in our community. So 
uh, that was the church and, and that was the coffee shop. And, and so that we wanted to provide a gathering space where people could feel safe coming in and, and having those conversations ac- across the table. Uh, I, I, being a pastor, you, you understand mm-hmm. this. Th- there's a lot of conversations that you have across a cup of coffee. Oh, absolutely. Uh, th- I've had more Jesus conversations across a cup of coffee than I have inside the four walls of a church. Right. Uh, so that was the purpose behind that. Uh, so that was about two and a half years ago as well. And, uh, man, we've just been blessed. We, we have a community following um, that we have our, our locals, our daily visitors, uh, but then we have the people that are still kind of coming in. And, and we always we always hear this. Uh, it's like, hey, you guys are you guys are a little different. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the vibe in here? It's a, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. And, man, that's just our opportunity to, to share uh, who we are, what we do, and, and really the gospel message. That's awesome, man. And I, I got an opportunity to go visit that place and... Uh, really cool atmosphere, and I, I love it. coffee. And yeah. don't be mad at me; I've got my Starbucks. I know right I was. Here. I'm, I was, I'm not <laughs> close to you guys, so <laughs> it's it's like a 30 minute drive for me. But you know, if I was closer, I'd be I'd be all up on it. There but, you go. You know, for uh, for me, coffee is. I love coffee. I love those things that that coffee brings people together. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you guys are uh, listening and you guys are in the Davidson area, you guys need to check it out. It's right across the street from Davidson College. Yeah. Um, Really cool, quaint little place, um, places to work in and just hang out. Some really great coffee. So check out Good Drip Coffee. Uh, I'm sure they can find you on the web and find you on Instagram, Absolutely. things like that. So, Hey, just for your listeners, if you yeah. if they show up, uh, just say, hey, Zach said I get 25% off because I listen to the podcast. There you go. There you go. All is. right. So, hey, just mention the Faith, Life, and Fitness podcast. And, and you Zach get 25% Whip, off. You get 25% off. So awesome. Thanks for that. So... So, Zach, talk to us, talk to the listeners about how do you, with everything that you're going, that you have going on, school, business, Mm. church, life, family, how do you create margin personally in your, and what's important for you, and how do you, how do you organize that in your life? Yeah, I I think that the answer to to me is really simple, and it really, there really is for me just, just one answer, uh, and that's Sabbath. I think the the Western culture, um, we don't we don't understand the idea of Sabbath. Mm-hmm. We don't understand the idea of rest. Mm-hmm. We don't understand the idea of margin. Uh, what we understand is we have time, so let's fill it, and we try to fill it to the brim. Um, and so for me, Sabbath is uh, really that true day of rest. So with everything that I have going on, with school, with businesses, with working out. Uh, with the church, absolutely everything that I have going on. Um, every single Friday, I don't do anything. Every single Friday, I don't answer an email. Every single Friday, you might get a text back from me, but I don't have my phone around me. So it could be at eight o'clock at night. It can be the next day. Yeah. Uh, Friday is my true Sabbath. Friday is my true day of rest. And this is this is kind of a principle that I've held in my life um, too often what individuals will do is they'll say um, that they'll look at this idea of rest and, and they work they work towards their rest. So I'll put it this way. You wake up in the morning, you're talking to your significant other, or maybe you find your way into work, you're talking to a, a buddy like water cooler talk, and it's 9 o'clock in the morning and you're saying something like, man, I just can't wait until I can go back to sleep tonight. I, I can't wait until I can go back to bed. I can't wait until I get home so I can rest and they're they're working towards that mm-hmm. rest and uh, I think what Jesus describes in scripture is that we don't work towards our rest we actually work out of our rest 
That's so good. so it's not I'm working towards my Sabbath or I'm working towards a time where I can relax. Actually, that's where that's where my life starts. So when we talk margin, when we talk rest, when we talk Sabbath, for me, that's my starting point. Mm-hmm. I work out of my Sabbath, not up to or towards my Sabbath or towards my rest. Yeah. Uh, so that that's, I mean, as much as we're going to talk about today, I'm going to come back to that every yeah. time. How do you do it? Sabbath. How do yeah. you do it? I rest. I that's work right. out of my rest, not towards my rest. Yeah, that's really good because I think I think you bring up a couple of really great points. And I think for myself, I know I'm like this. My phone is on my hip. Yeah. And you just mentioned something that's like huge and convicting for me. It's like, you know, you take that Friday and it could be any day for anybody, but you don't answer an email. I mean, when my phone dings, it's mm. like, you know, Pavlov's dog. It's like, right. I've got to pick it up and <laughs> yeah. like figure out what yeah. it is. And I've got to answer that phone call or I've got to look at my email or Instagram or Facebook yeah. all the time. And I get really convicted when that, that screen time thing shows Pops you up every week. Oh, You're yeah. like, um, I have a problem. I'm up 47% from last week. Where'd that come from? Right. And I was on the phone like eight hours last week. And yeah. if I'm up 47%, yeah. that's really bad. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's important for, if you're listening to this and you don't understand the idea of a Sabbath, and it's it's really what Jesus did in, in the very first few scriptures of the Bible when we talk about Genesis is mm-hmm. he created the world in, in six days, and then on that seventh day he rested. So he gave us this idea of a rest day. Now, we talk about this in, in the gym world, in no CrossFit doubt. world. No is, doubt. You know, overtraining and all of this, you've got to have the rest days. So, yeah. I mean, you're a sports guy, I'm a sports guy. You know, when you have a, a really uh, tough game and, and, and physical game, I've been a football coach, you take that next day off. Yeah. You know, they're not out there hitting again. They're, right. they're they're recovering their body. So that's that's the physical thing. And and we talked about that in one of our episodes before, uh, talking about physical rest yeah. and and things like that. We've also talked about spiritual rest. But at the same time, Jesus and and God, even before all of that, at the very beginning of everything, modeled mm. what we were supposed to do to create margin. Yeah. And that was that rest day. And I love how you put it that we work out of that. It's We don't work the six days and then try to catch up on sleep right. on the seventh day and then drag our butts back into the gym or work or church or whatever it is on the next the following day. And you're like, man, I just I never caught up. You get that rejuvenation from that Sabbath. You get that rejuvenation and you you know, a lot of times for me, God's spoken yeah. to me in those moments. Absolutely. And it's not that you just lay in bed all day. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's it's not that you lay in bed. So what does your Sabbath consist of and what's that look like to help you create that margin? Yeah. On, on a practical level. Uh, so uh, during the during the week, uh, my alarm clock goes off between four, four and five a.m. every day. That's just kind of my daily routine. Uh, so practically, let me give you some tangibles. Yeah, but how's? Uh, on Friday, and again, you've mentioned this. You can pick any day. For me, it's Friday. Mm-hmm. On Fridays, I don't set an alarm. On Fridays, my alarm is often my three-year-old daughter going, "Hey, Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, come get me, Daddy." <laughs> you know, and, and I'm going in, and so um, it does look like a, a slower morning. Uh, I'm going to get up. Yeah, I'm going to have a cup of coffee at the house. I'm going to enjoy breakfast with my family, uh, but I'm not going to carry my phone around. I'm going to find myself out on the front porch. Uh, oftentimes with a book and my Bible and a journal and 
If I stay out there for 30 minutes, great. If I stay out there for two hours, great. There's no, there's no kind of uh, uh, time clock in my mind going, I need to get to this meeting or I got to answer that email. Uh, and then for us, for our family, uh, again, we'll take it slow, but it could, we could say something along the lines of, hey, let's go to Patterson Farms today. Well, let's go let Piper run around and pet some animals. Let's go pick apples. Let's go spend time on a trail. With, again, no rhyme or reason. It's just, oh, we're, we want to go and we want to spend time together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really what a day looks like. It's th- There is no schedule or rhyme or reason. Um, now, I will say this. The, the schedule t- I still have my scheduled time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, a Sabbath <laughs> is still spending time with the Lord. Right, right. And so for me, that's, that's what I'm doing. And, and that's going to be more of my personal time. Uh, but... Um, I, f- and this is more so for, for me, um, I work out on Fridays, mm-hmm. um, but I go to the gym when I want to go to the gym, mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm going to be there at four 30 in the afternoon working out every single day. Yeah. Unless something happens Saturday mornings, I'm at the gym at 5 AM working out. And some people are like Saturday. Well, well, yeah, because Friday's my Sabbath, right? Right, right. Uh, Sunday mornings, I get up and do a, a little workout before I go to the church. Before I, you know, I prepare myself to to get ready to preach for the day. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's kind of what my Fridays look like. There's no rhyme or reason. I have some ebb and flows throughout the week where I where I try to put that margin in. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I, I think it's important. And you said some really good things there. I think it's important that. And this is what I took from from some of the mm-hmm. things that you were saying is it's not that you just lay in bed all day right. and do absolutely nothing and chill out and watch Netflix, which, I mean, you could watch Netflix all day sure. if you really wanted to, but you prioritize things in your life in, in for those moments. It's yeah. family time. It's yeah. you've created margin now to spend with those that you love. Mm-hmm. So you're creating margin, even if it's a Sabbath where you're not quote unquote, working for the church or, you know, the coffee shop or anything right. like that. It, you've, you've created margin to spend with your family, which I think if you're listening today, I think that's important. If you're married and you have kids, um, or if you, if you have a significant other, even family in town or whatnot, I think it's highly important that we don't get so busy with the, the here and now and right. the things that we're doing that we lose sight of those that are in our lives. And yep. Sometimes it's friends. Maybe you're not married. Maybe you don't have kids. Maybe it's spending time with your friends and making sure that you've got that time for that and creating margin for that. Because, listen, there will be time for work. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Work is going to be there. And it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. It's never going to go Mm -hmm. away. Uh, But sometimes our relationships can suffer because we're trying to accomplish things. And I think it's important that we understand that. So I think that's huge for the listeners. So kind of flipping the script a little bit and we're going to, and you kind of leaned into this just a few minutes ago, but I want to talk about the spiritual aspect Mm. of margin because here's what I know. And maybe you have been um, uh, a part of this when, you know, being a pastor and stuff like this is I I used to get into a routine of preparing for Sunday mornings. (laughs) Right. And that became devotional time. Yeah. And, you know, Hey, I've spent two or three hours today, you know, preparing for the message or 30 minutes here and praying about this and praying over the people. But I got really convicted because Mm -hmm. that wasn't my personal time with Jesus. That was my work time with Jesus preparing for the sermon. 
And I think it's important for us, and most of the listeners out there are not pastors, right. so they may not they may not understand this, but here's what I do want to say is church is not the day, Sunday mornings is not the day that you create margin just for Jesus, because mm-hmm. I think it's important that each and every day we no have doubt. to create that margin. So Zach, talk to us a little bit about how you in your life create margin for Jesus in, yeah. in your life every day. Yeah, and I think, let me go back to one of the statements that I've already made. I work out of my time with Jesus, not towards my time with Jesus. Right. Uh, so for me, the, let me give you like a, a practical, um, not just a philosophical. The practical is, li- when I say literally the first thing I do is read scripture in the morning, literally it's oftentimes before I even get out of the bed. So I have a little light beside my bed, mm-hmm. and, and it, it, it might not be 30 minutes of reading. It might be five minutes and a quick, one of those like bedside devotionals. Yep. You know, those books that have, it'll have a, a few verses, a thought for the day. Um, and, and that is the first thing that I do every day. Um, that, that's kind of my first bite of the day. Mm-hmm. I've found that if I start there, then, then I'm setting myself up for success. I'm setting myself up for the right mindset. I'm setting myself up for the right posture for the day. If I don't do that, we've all fallen to this. We grab our phone. We pull up that email. We pull up the, the social medias, right? We see if we have any messages. We see if we have any more likes. And I don't want that mindset throughout the day. That's good. I don't want that mindset controlling how I approach my day. Mm-hmm. I, I, want, I want Jesus uh, kind of telling me how I should approach, approach my day. So that's the very practical. Depending on the day and the ebbs and flows of my schedule, um, there is always time carved out for my personal time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, some days that looks like reading two, three, four, five chapters, maybe. Who knows? Some days that could be reading three verses and just journaling and, and talking to the Lord. One thing, the 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 later that I've progressed, and I'm still a young guy, but the later that I've progressed in my life, I used to be convicted, well, I didn't read five chapters today, so I'm, I'm not going to read the whole Bible mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the time frame that I gave myself, and mm-hmm. I'm four chapters behind. And, and so what I've quickly realized is that the Lord is concerned with the quality time that we have with Him. Right. Not, not necessarily how much we checked off of our own personal list. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to read the book of Matthew in three days, and I didn't, so I'm a failure. No. Yeah. What did I learn from, what did I learn from the book of Matthew? Yeah. What did I learn from Jesus' teachings? And so for me, I might read a parable. I might jump over and read a psalm. And, and so for me, I read kind of a psalm of Proverbs, and then mm-hmm. wherever I'm studying mm-hmm. um, or wherever I'm doing my personal devotion from, um, and then, it, so that's the, that's the personal side from my pastoral role. Um, I've, I've always scheduled my week, um, to in- incorporate sermon writing and sermon mm-hmm. prep. Uh, so we're recording this on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what Wednesdays look like for me. I got up, did my personal time, came and coached at the gym right after I coach our church. Just what we do is we do an hour of prayer on Wednesday mornings. Mm-hmm. So I went to prayer. Uh, that's pers- that's my personal time, not my study time. Mm-hmm. Right after that uh, hour's over, uh, I spent the next hour and a half, two hours studying and preparing for my sermon this week. Mm-hmm. So before I came in to do the podcast, my outline, my, my bones of my sermon, they're finished. Um, I'll go back and put some meat on it later today. I won't touch it Thursday. Um, I'll read over it Friday in some of my personal time. Um, let me backtrack because obviously Fridays are my Sabbath. This mm-hmm. is just a rhythm that I have. 
I, I pray through my sermon. Yeah. So if I, if I have three points um, and say one of the points is, man, I want people to understand margin in their life. Mm-hmm. In my personal time, in my prayer time, man, I'm going to pray that people would receive margin, that mm-hmm. they would understand margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Saturday, I'm putting those fine tooth, uh, that, that fine, combing over it with that fine tooth comb, putting on those final touches. Uh, I'll practice it Saturday. I'll practice it Sunday morning. Uh, but So that that's two different, completely different rhythms. Right. Uh, but I have to understand that Zach Witt needs time with Jesus mm-hmm. because Zach Witt is a human and needs time with Jesus. Right. Pastor Zach needs time with Jesus because he's going to deliver a message on Sunday morning. Right. And that's th- those are two different things. Yeah, and I think I think it's important because you know we're we're obviously coming from this from a pastoral standpoint because we've both been there. But the people that we speak to mm. need us to be ready to speak to them, and that 100%. comes from all the way back at the very beginning. It's not us preparing mm. for that message. Our preparation comes out of our personal time. Yeah. And I know for me, a lot of times, my messages have come out of my personal time with mm. Jesus, not from me just sitting there and reading going, okay, God, I need this week's sermon. Right. It's it's generally something that's already been dropped on my heart and, and going from there. So, you know, for the listeners, if you guys are listening and, and, and really struggling with creating margin for your spiritual life, here's, here's some advice. There's a couple of things that I want to tell you is just start somewhere. Mm. You know, you don't have to read 17 chapters. You don't have to read for an hour and a half. You don't have to pray for an hour. It's not about that. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. Mm. God is looking for our hearts to be able to create that. And, you know, just like what you said, Zach, is, you know, first thing you do. And I I mean, I love that. I, I'm guilty of picking up the phone, looking at my emails and looking at social media before I look at anything else. Um, a lot of times I'm looking at Tribe to figure out how I'm going to get my butt kicked <laughs> at, yeah. at, at noon. I, I hear but, you. But, um, you know, at the, you. at the same time, it's, you know, why not pick up um, the, the Bible app yeah. and just look at the scripture of the day? Even if it's that, guys, even if it's, if you don't have the Bible app, you need to go look up version. Uh, drop it down on your smartphone. It, you can get a verse of the day sent to you. Um, it's it's actually with, with iOS 14. They've got a widget now yep. that you can put the verse of the day. I have it on my home screen. It's awesome because it's just a gentle reminder. And sometimes those verses have spoken to me what I've been thinking about over the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as that. That's how you start to create margin in your life. And then you build from yep. there. It's you know, we all have to start somewhere, mm. you know, and, you know, don't don't compare yourself with someone else. Don't compare yourself with a pastor who gets up at two o'clock in the morning and right. spends four hours in prayer. <laughs> right. Um, don't don't compare that. You've got to do what you need to do in order to create that margin in your life. And, you know, you are at a place that's different than, say, Zach or myself, you know, Zach, you're at a different place than I am. Mm. You know, you have younger kids, so creating margin in life for your younger <laughs> kids as opposed to mine. You know, I've got my my youngest is going to be 16 years old. So you can I, tell them to go make their own food. Yeah, I, literally, <laughs> we just we just leave. We're out. Yeah. You know, and food's <laughs> yeah. in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I do remember when they were younger. Yeah. You know, and having to create that that family time, and we're still having to create margin in our family time. It's a it's a family text that says who's all available on Thursday night to have a family dinner. Yeah. And with work schedules and school and everything yeah. else that's going on. So, you know, we purposely try to create margin. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, as we close out, man, I want to thank you for, you know, just sharing a little bit about your personal life and things like that. And, you know, for you guys that are listening today, it, if I can encourage you with anything, you need to start somewhere. Yeah. You need to start with writing down what are your priorities, what is important to you, what do you have going on, and what things can you push to the side to create that margin. Remember the illustration that we gave at the very beginning of that piece of paper that has the red lines, and on the opposite sides of those red lines are the margin. If you're writing outside of those red lines, stress comes. Yeah. Uh, when stress comes, uh, mental anxiety can hit. Mm-hmm. Um, you often then push the important things to the side. Um, your intimacy with God sometimes takes a hit. Your intimacy with people yeah. takes a hit when you start to stretch your margin mm. too far. So, hey, I want to encourage you guys to look at some different things to create margin. Start, like what Zach said, start each day with just a verse. And before your feet hit the ground, say, thank you, Jesus, for another day. I know it seems cliche and and kind of thing, but start your day so that you're not filling your day with all of the junk that's going on in the world. Fill your day with what Jesus has for you. And I guarantee you, as you start somewhere, the margin will be created. So Zach, thanks for joining us today, man. I really appreciate it. Hope to have you on again at some point. And uh, if you guys... um, I'll have all of the information in the show notes of how they can follow you on Instagram. Um, oh, we didn't even get to your sneaker stuff that you got going that's on. But, that, that's, uh, a, that's for another That's another for another podcast. podcast. But we've got, um, you know, the Good Drip Coffee. So if you guys are in Davidson, I want to tell you again, go check out Good Drip Coffee. And uh, as Zach says, as you guys listen to this, um, mention the Faith Life and Fitness podcast and say Zach Witt gave you 25% off and you guys will get 25% off your next order. So again, man, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks and so much for having us. So glad that you could have it, uh, have, have the time to do this and create the margin for it. Absolutely. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Hey, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on the shows. Finally, our goal is to encourage you to live a God-first life. If you think others would benefit from what you heard today, please share it. We'll catch you next time on the Faith, Life, and Fitness Show.